Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And Megan, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about Bonds. B-O-N-D-S. James Bond? Not that kind of Bond. We don't talk about that kind of Bond. Barry Bonds? I don't even know who that is. Bale Bonds? Uh, I have heard about those, but I don't know what those are. Covalent bonds? That's a science term. I knew that. <laughs> that no. That's sciency. What we're talking about is the bonds that you and I share, if they're different than bonds we share with other people, and what kind of things we've bonded over and still bond over today. Oh, so familial bonds. Familial bonds. Yes. Okay. okay. We could do that. We could talk about those kinds of bonds. Stocks and bonds? You're showing your age, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> hey, those things still exist. Yeah, but like normal people don't really like just shout that out. Normal people. Okay. Well, so in the span of like two minutes, you've called me old and abnormal. I'll take it. So, I mean,. Yeah, I, I got to establish, establish those things like right off the top. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So uh, I think, well, l- let me start in the before times. The uh, be- okay. The, the before <laughs> the before Megan times. Oh, oh, so like when your life was sad and depressing. I get it. Yes, yeah. So growing That's up. That's not uh, a dig at my older sister, Kylie. It's just that I was the... Uh, Entertaining child. Oh, so entertaining. So very entertaining. There are stories and tea to be spilled, but not on this episode because we're talking about bonds on this episode. So in the before times, before, or as I call it, BM, before Megan. Um, BM. <laughs> screw you. Continue. Hey, hey. hey. You know, you, you got to get the digs where you can. Um, I, you know, made a conscious decision, uh, probably when I was like 16 or 17, that when I became a dad, yes, uh, that I was going to, you know, hang with my children and like my children and be part of my children's life. And uh, which was, you know, contrary to some of the dynamics that were, uh, part of my life growing up. So I decided that I was going to do kind of the, the opposite of what I kind of experienced. So um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was, I was present as a father and yeah, that, that, that makes sense. You know, we could do things uh, as father child. Cause then at that point, I didn't know if I was going to have girls. I didn't know if I was going to have boys. I didn't know if I was going to have rabbits um, you know um, what? Um, concerning. Yeah. So, um, but I just, I, you know, I made a conscious decision that I was going to be a present father. Um, so when I got two daughters, 
Hi. Uh, hi. Two, two, those, those daughters, because I don't make boys. No. Um, I guess the boy sperm or the lazy sperm. Um, so I said, okay, you know, let's, let's, let's figure this out. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I became a dance dad and a cheer dad, um, because you and your sister were into those, cheer kind and of, dance. those kinds of things. Um, but I think what we bonded over were, you know, things like humor, our sense of humor and. Oh, definitely. And, you know. When I got a sense of humor. Yeah. Which was kind of late in life. Yeah. It took me a while to realize, hey, sarcasm is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) When someone says, oh my gosh, you're so annoying or. If you keep this up, we're going to leave you. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I would legitimately start crying because I was like, oh no, they're actually going to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you were, you are, or you were, and in some ways still are, a very literal person. Yes. <laughs> so we had to be very careful about what we said because, uh, yeah, sarcasm was definitely lost on you. And now it's my second language. And now you've become master. I am. Uh, sarcasm. Fantastic little <laughs> beep. Be nice. I was going to say, which we're trying to, you know, keep away from that explicit tag, but you know, sometimes you just got to say it happens. Yeah, sometimes it happens, but you know, um, so I think early on, I, you know, definitely again, bonded with you and your sister over the aforementioned dance and, and mm-hmm. cheer. Uh, but from your perspective, what 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 did you bond over me with, or what did you bond with me over? You see, I see it a little differently. Oh, this awesome. Probably, this is probably just because I again don't remember all of my childhood. Like my memories are very spotty, so yes. I don't actually remember you being around super often when I was a kid. So what you're saying is I could have just been a you know, fly by the night kind of father and it would have made no difference to you. No, not as, not in that way because I knew who you were. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds I, terrible. Uh, yes, that does sound, um, I, I know who you were. <laughs> I think that's my dad. I'm not I, sure. I'm pretty could be sure. The mail, could be the milkman. I don't know. But like, what I mean <laughs> is, I don't remember you like being there as often as mom. Well, yeah, and that's true. Yeah. I wasn't because I was working a full time job, and so yeah, completely uh, like makes sense. But I always got excited like on the weekends because that was like time to spend time with daddy. Yeah, but I don't really feel like we bonded or started like actually bonding as people, not just as father and daughter, until I want to say I reached 14 to 16 probably more 16 like when i gained some independence and it was like okay my parents don't control everything in my life not that you guys ever had but like being able to drive places gave me a little more independence right and so i didn't i don't want to say i stopped thinking of you as parents but that term became a little looser i 
because you guys found the great balance of being parental figures, being authoritative figures, right. and being friends. Like, I do consider you and mom, as well as my parents, to be my friends. Like, I genuinely like you and mom for who you are as people, and not just because, you know, you brought me into this world. Because we gave you life and yes. and food and shelter and, you know, all the things oh, that... Well, that helped, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah, it definitely helped, right? Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Because, well, and again, we, we I think we, we obviously bond in different ways. So for me, I bonded with you the moment you got put in my arms. I mean, I, that I, was, that was, you know... Um, but same thing with your sister. I mean, the moment I met you, uh, I fell in love with you and, you know, became very bonded to you. Now that's, that's the parental bonds, right? That's mm-hmm. the, I will, I will take a bullet for this kid. Um, but um, so, so I have a question before you get long winded again, huh. um, too late. I know. Right. When do you think we started bonding as people, not just as a familial bond, but like a personal bond. Right. So I would say about the same, about the same time, about 14 or 15 years old, when you started having not only your independence as you, as you put it, but also mm-hmm. having a worldview, right? I mean, when yeah. you started, you know, having your own perspective on things and, you know, sometimes they were contrary, oftentimes they were contrary. Um, to mine, but, and I think that for me was, was the moment where I went, Oh, this is awesome because now we can, we can chat, we can talk, we can die, have a dialogue. We can, you know, get, get into it. And, you know, I can understand who you are becoming as a person and you can understand my greatness. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) That ego. My dad, ladies and gentlemen, there is no ego here. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I'm very thankful for those like deep conversations, which more often than not happened in the car. We spent a lot of time in the car. Yeah. We spent a lot of time in the car and like, that was like, huh, we're in the car. What should we do? Oh, I know. Like, let's have deep philosophical. Yeah. That, there you go. go. You, you got Third it Times out. the charm. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about really deep questions that I'm just going to spring on you out of nowhere because my mind works in mysterious ways. And that was that was always the the fun surprise of those car rides, you know, whether it be taking you before you got your driver's license to take you to school or to you know events or fa- over to friend's house or whatever. Um, getting in the car, thinking to myself, "What's she going to spring on me today?" Because it yeah. was always something different. It was. I mean, there have been a few times where we like went back to topics. Like, right. I feel like we didn't fully discuss, but I'm very thankful for those conversations that we had. Not because, how do I say this without making it sound like I got my worldview from you? I but don't know. You t- opened my mind to questioning things. Right. Because. Basically, where my worldview was coming from was those around me. And we live in a very religious and 
left leaning state. Left leaning? <laughs> Sorry, right leaning. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I'm not no. sure what state you're talking about, but it's yeah. definitely not left leaning. No. And so I was getting a lot of like feedback from that side. Like, right. and this was before I even really knew what politics were, what left and right is. And I love that when we talked, you never brought that up. You just say, I hear you. I understand you. These are what I think. And so hearing that other point of view and having you talk to me as a person and not your daughter or ever saying these aren't conversations I want to have or anything like that, like that really bonded me to you as a person. And I feel like our bond has only gotten stronger over the years because we have found that there are other things for us to bond over. <laughs> there are. So thank you. Uh that actually makes me makes me smile uh, because can confirm he is smiling. I am smiling because that was always my my goal and my intent. I, you know, growing up, there were a number of things about my childhood and my teenage years that I wish were different. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, there are there are also things about uh, my childhood and teenagers that I am incredibly thankful for, and one of those is that uh, with my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, there were no taboo subjects, right? I mean, I could ask her about anything and she would give me an incredibly honest answer, right? Yeah, was, that sounds like grandma. Yeah, there was, there was, there was no sugarcoating. There was no, you know, fabulizing of it. Like, oh, you know, the stork brings the babies. When I asked where babies came from at age like nine, she told me, um, and it was the most amazing story i ever heard and turns out it was true no uh, way <laughs> yeah she, I mean, she she gave me the talk right Wait, does and that then mean storks don't actually bring the babies mm, sorry to say no sorry to say no my sorry childhood is shattered <laughs> next you're gonna tell me that you lied about santa oh let's not talk about santa right now because there might be little ears that are listening um Santa's so real. so um that was something I want. That was a tradition that I wanted to carry on into my life, into my parenting was that, you know, there are no taboo subjects because growing up in the same area where you are now living and having to be very conservative and having to be very, um, you know, uh, religious, there was a lot about life that was taboo. There was a lot about life that yeah. you didn't talk about, um, uh, because there's a lot of shame associated with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I learned from a very early age that I was not going to instill shame into my children. Right. Cause Which I am so thankful for because I have friends that weren't as lucky as me. Like I am very lucky to have you and mom. I cannot tell you a single one of my friends that's like oh yeah i have a great relationship with my parents like i that's hear sad that, that is sad and when it's I, a, yeah. one of your most important relationships you're ever going to have exactly like i have some friends that are like excited to get out of their current position so that they don't really have to ever really converse right with their parents again and that that's always been really hard for me to grasp considering the bonds we have. 
like you and I and mom and me and like just we're a very close family and it's I wouldn't say it's just because we're actual family I would say it's because we've all grown to have personal bonds as well as familial right well and and again it's I I choose my words very deliberately um you know it's for me it's it's not enough to love your children. You need to be in love with your children, right? Yes. I, I have been in love with you and in love with Kylie since the day you were born and will always be in love with you, right? And I also believe that, you know, family is, doesn't necessarily, your family isn't necessarily the people that share your blood. Yeah. It's the people that share, oh, for sure. you know, that share your happy your joy your you know your your fears i mean it's the people that you can go to um and that will always be there for you and again sometimes that's not the people you share blood with yeah uh, that said um i think in our family um uh-huh. you know that we we like each other yes I mean, I, i'm I, so I, thankful I, for that I, I definitely you know i'm thankful that that you and your sister like each other it who's, took us a who's, while who's meowing which which cat is that it is it is kevin and i apologize for that <laughs> no, but no like it's kevin and kevin wants to be heard kevin wants to be heard <laughs> you know he is but singing the songs of his people he and he sings it loudly and proudly yes but no, you and your sister like each other, and I'm thankful yes. for that you guys have that relationship. And um, and again, it's I think it's fairly obvious to others as well as to ourselves that when we're when we're together as a family, um, people notice. Like I've had people comment, uh, you know, after the fact, like your family, re- you know, you guys really like each other, don't you? And I said, absolutely. I mean, you are the people I would choose to spend. If I didn't know you, you would be my friends. Yes. Right. So yeah, uh, that kind of bond was, was definitely something that I and your mother Mm -hmm. um, wanted to, to foster, right. To still, you know, to put the, put the the seeds out there and see what grows. Um, not to say that, that, you know, is, is how it's going to turn out, but, you know, just like planting a flower, if you plant the seed in good soil and you water it and you take care of it and you love it and you pay attention to it, uh, it's likely going to grow. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm a flower. You are, you are a flower. I'm a special flower. But when you, you know, got older, right, I, out of your out of your teenage years into your, yes. your early 20s, I think we bonded over much different things. Oh, 100%. It wasn't just those deep conversations. And it's definitely because I decided I'm going to be more comfortable with who I am and I'm not going to be ashamed of talking about the crap I like. Right. That was that was a big thing for me, like in my teen years. Like I liked things that were quote unquote nerdy, nerdy. and like, alert. not super like mainstream. Like I've never been one of those girls that's like, I love the mall. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do love shoes. But I you, do not like shopping. You love box lunch. 
I love box lunch and, because and it's hot an, topic and hot topic because those places are a nerd's paradise. They like are. when I was like in my early teens, I found anime, and that was in. I don't think I've, I ever heard anyone talk about anime until I got into high school. Right, and that's because like I had an Inuyasha picture on like one of my binders, <laughs> and like someone commented, "Like I know what that is," and I'm like, "It's not just me." <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, and well, it, <laughs> you introduced me to the world of of anime and and uh, yes, or as I like to call them, Japanese cartoons. Yeah, technically they are, but you know how much that hurts me. I know how much that hurts you, but so that and I'm so you know I'm so happy that both my daughters are, are nerds um, yes. because <laughs> you know uh, I don't know that I would know how to relate to um, you know a sporty or a um, I don't I mean I, how do I say this without sounding unwoke but like a girly girl right no, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I would know how to relate because that's not yeah, my if world. If I was trying to bond over, like bond over brands of makeup with you, you'd be yeah. so lost. I'd be like, I w- I would put an attempt in. I would absolutely. Oh but yeah, you'd be that person that would hold our bag while we lose all our money at Sephora uh, or Ulta. Yeah, yeah I, I I know those are words. Those those places are, are stores. I don't think I've ever stepped foot in either one of them. Um, but Might the fact, maybe the fact that uh, both you know you and your sister, um, you know, enjoy, and you came to it on your own, right? I mean, it was yes. one thing is, hey, this is something that we should bond over, right? And this yeah. is something we could all, and you know, it's one of those things if it was kind of foisted upon you, but no, you and and your sister came to Dungeons and Dragons yes. and video games. And you know, nerdy stuff, anime, more you than 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 Kylie, but yes, on I'm your still on your trying own. Trying to get her to watch anime, but it is not. I am just <laughs> proud that I got her to cosplay at Comic Con. That <laughs> I, I can tell you that was that was a proud nerd dad moment. It was shocking because I'm like, hey, Kylie, since you're coming to Comic Con, you should you, we should cosplay together. And I fully expected to say no. That's nerdy and. Uh, all that kind of stuff. But she said, yeah, okay, let's do it. I just like, my heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) It was the reverse Grinch, huh? It was the reverse Grinch. I already had a big heart, but it just got a little bigger because I'm like, oh my gosh, my sister is coming. Like she's coming to the dark side. (laughs) Because you have, you have good cookies there. We have Uh, great cookies because we're introverts and that's all we spend our time doing. Right. So let me ask you this, you know, ex- kind of extrapolating from this. So the fact that, you know, you and I have have strong bonds, you and your mom have strong bonds over very different things than you and I have bonds over. Oh, yes. Um, do you feel that that has, how do you feel that's impacted your life and the way that you perceive the world and relationships? Oh, it definitely has. Um, like I said earlier, I can't imagine having a bad relationship with my parents for one. Like I can't imagine not like having parents that I can't just go and talk to or like who I want to see, like 
every weekend or every other weekend. I like when people talk about like their families, like especially the friends that I have, it it like legitimately makes me sad. Right. Because either their parents were one way or another and it led the kids to feeling like they couldn't go to their parents regarding certain things or that they wouldn't understand or that their parents wouldn't really be interested in their interests because they're just so different. So it's when, also sorry. No, it's, I was just yeah. gonna, I was just going to say so given that with you, with your friends um do you think it's influenced the partners they've chosen uh, or the relationships they have with their friends, uh, either positive or negative. I mean, do do you, yeah, I I definitely think so. And how does it, how has it impacted you and your relationship with, with snuggle bear? (laughs) Snuggle bear, these snugs. Well, with my friends, I I definitely like have never really had judgmental friends. Like my best friend, we've been best friend for close to I want to say twelve years now. Forever. Forever. Yeah. And she is one of the most understanding, loving, kind people I know. And she comes from a very religious household. Yep. That did, did not fully accept her, especially when she came out as a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Right. And she loves her parents, but she is definitely not friends with them. She right. there's she loves them, but I don't necessarily think there's any like there. There's a yeah, there's there's definitely a distance there. Yeah. And it's definitely like changed my like kind of worldview in a sense that like every time we brought friends over or we brought someone into our life and you just accepted them like like nothing so it's like you saw okay these people are going to be around they are good friends or good partners to my children adopted right they are now part of this family yeah. they i have i cannot tell you how many times i've been told that i have amazing parents that people wish they had parents like mine and that they feel closer to you guys than they feel towards their actual parents because you accept them. Right. And you listen to them. And so that's definitely like opened my eyes to one, how lucky I am and two, like, how almost uncommon I feel like our familial and personal bonds are. Because I I call you guys friends. I don't know many people who, even in having a good relationship with their parents, would call them friends. Right. Well, and there's... Oh, there's and it's influenced my relationship with Snuggle Bear by him lovingly getting mad at me whenever I talk about my parents. It's like, oh, you have a great family life. Stop rubbing it in. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. 
but they're your family now too. Yep. So he's, he's he's indoctr indoctrinated into the family. So yes, he, as soon as he became my boyfriend, it's like you have no choice. You right. are now an honorary member of this family, and we will treat you as such. Yep. And that was definitely a learning curve for for him. Like he was like, okay, I I don't like this. Is okay. <laughs> like your relationship with your parents and your parents are very different from my family right so it like i still think at some points he doesn't really understand because they'll be like so we have a group chat with our family because yes we can't go a day without talking to each other <laughs> Because and it's true. He, and like he's a part of those group chats now. Yep. And like there will just be days where he looks down at his phones like I am not used to having like 70 messages from <laughs> one group, like from one family that just can't not talk to each other. It's like it's it it's weird. And like all of his like messages now are from that group chat because <laughs> every time we see a funny picture or we see a funny TikTok or whatever, it goes immediately into the group chat. And then yep. we have a conversation about and what was just posted. <laughs> then we chat about it. Yeah. And well, yeah. We, I think just, so again, I you know, growing up in my yeah, during, um, during my teenage years, what was your bonds like with your parents? <laughs> oh, uh, dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> some would argue uh, ours is as well. Yeah, some would argue that, right? And and here's the thing. I mean, um, like I said, there are there are things I wish were different. Um, that all said, I I do not believe I would be the person I am today if that wasn't the way it was right i mean we are we are the sum of our experiences and so um in in very real ways i'm very thankful for those experiences because they have brought me here and here's a pretty good place right i mean um i you know i listen to friends and and coworkers and and strangers on the street talk about their trials and tribulations with their family. And I, I have a great, great amount of sympathy and empathy for them because again, growing up, um, I didn't have strong bonds with my parents. I had, mm. you know, my father, uh, you know, was, was working sometimes three jobs. And so oh, wow. he was, he was out of the house a lot. And Good. so I did, I did not really, know him outside of his role of provider and disciplinarian. Uh, and so, um, makes sense. I, yep. I became very dependent upon my mother and, uh -huh. um, you know, had very close bonds, probably in some ways too close of bonds with her. We have, Mama's we had, boy. we had, yeah, we had a very dysfunctional relationship. Okay. Um, up until, you know, my teenage years when my parents divorced and that, you know, that kind of blew the bonds completely out of the water. Right. I mean, at that point, oh, really? uh, I, I had to, had to reform my idea of family. I had to, you know, for yeah. survival, I had to figure out, okay. Um, you know, I my mom really consider that like yeah. thinking how, Divorce would 
Oh yeah. I, I mean, it's it, it would it, either it, make it, those bonds worse or weaker or would actually strengthen them. I think. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a child of divorce, and thank goodness for that. <laughs> I say, I think, in, you know, your mileage varies there, right? Because it depends on a number of different factors. In my, you know, my personal experience, it destroyed the bonds. And it, and, and I, that sounds really dramatic. It, it was, it wasn't like, you know, it was this big blow up and I, you know, I, I, uh, you know, said my, my mom and my dad are dead to me. No, it, was, it wasn't like that at all. It was, you know, my mom divorced my well my parents divorced my mom left left the house uh and so i was there with uh a father that i really knew nothing about and you were the only one that was left in the house at this point right Uh, pretty much right i had two older sisters uh both of them had moved out by that time and uh yeah so it was just he, he and i and um you know so i had to i i started to get to know my dad, but you know, <laughs> that was a, a, an inopportune time to get to know your dad when he's going through his own personal crisis of, you know, newly divorced and yeah. now having to re, you know, reconstruct his life. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I, um, I was very fortunate. I had a close group of friends that I was able to kind of fall into and, I spent a lot of time over at a particular friend's house, uh, and their their family kind of adopted me, right? I so in the, believe I know which friend you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so um, I had that, right? And so I spent a lot of time over at their house, yeah. and um, and you know that that gave me, I think that gave me a construct and a framework to say, okay, I can I can assemble a family, right? I don't have to. Um, you know, rely upon or feel like because the people I share blood with are spread to the four winds. I mean, my sisters were out of the house in other states. Um, my mom was, you know, living her new, newly, you know, single life. My dad was living his newly single life. And I'm like, okay, um, I got to well, take care. What now? I got to take care of me, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, at age 16, I became very independent very quickly mm, yes um and you are a very independent person well and, and again i already started thinking about what kind of person who do i want to be right who who does who does wade want to be um and so you know i'm forming my my persona i'm forming who i'm going to be and what kind of human being i'm going to be and at that time i took very practical lessons from my life saying, Hey, I'm always, I'm going to always try to be accepting, be that safe Harbor because this family that I, that, um, you know, I, I pulled together, um, they were, they were kind of a gathering place. We used to call it the, at least I used to call it the Island of misfit toys. Right? I love they were, that. They were, Everyone they, needs their Island of misfit toys. Yep. They just, you know, they let, People hang out at their house, and um, there were a few of us that were in that same situation, um, and we found ourselves there. And so um, I wanted to perpetuate that. I found that that was I, – I looked at that model and went, I like this, right? I think kids need 
that. They just need a place to go where they can be who they are and they can- I definitely agree with you. You know, talk about what they want to talk about and things that are on their mind. And, you know, they have questions that need answers and concerns that need to be talked through and fears and hopes and dreams. And they they don't have to be afraid of bringing up- well, and it's Whatever easier, topic right? They need because yeah. you know at, at at that house, I had no. There was the you know uh, there was no um, there were no strings attached, right? There was no conditions. It was hey, you just show up, and let's you know let's talk, and um, I, I like that, right? I mean that that felt right to me, and that felt like this was. This is what how families are supposed to interact with one another, and so, um, yeah, that's you know, having your bonds stripped away and then having to reform them, but having to reform them in the way that works for you, um, it, I feel incredibly lucky to have that experience because, like I said, I was able to say no, I'm going to reject the society's you know version of familiar bonds like you know blood's thicker than water and you always have each other's back and you know and that's the thing is ideally but you know blind allegiance is still blind allegiance right and so um i never wanted to be the kind of person that said hey i'm gonna have your your back regardless of whatever it is no there are there are definitely conditions. <laughs> I, I will freely admit that there are definitely conditions here. I mean, if you go out and murder somebody, and you call me up and say you're going to have my back, back no, no, I'm calling the police. You I, murdered I ex- somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, but uh, that's an extreme example. But there are there are things like that. Like you know, if you if you're not a good person. As I've always said to you and your sister, I will always love you. I might not like you. Yeah. There, there may be times I don't like you. There may be times that you do things that I am not, I'm not uh, about, right? I will always love you. Yes. Absolutely. There's, there is nothing that you could do on this, the plane of existence that would make it so I don't love you. Yeah. Um, but I that doesn't mean definitely- I just, and doesn't mean I, I have to like you. No. And I think that's a very important thing to realize because there have definitely been times where I've not liked you and mom. There have been right. times where I haven't liked Kylie. Right. And that's, that's, that's healthy, right? Because yes. again, if you tie it to love and you say, I will always love you, but then they do something that you're like, oh, that, that really, you know, you destroyed me. Like if, like, you know, my mom left my father. Um, had that been tied to love, um, I would have never spoken to her again. Um, it, it was, it, that was the, the betrayal that I felt that she left. Not only did she leave my dad, but she left more importantly, she left me. And yeah. so, um, I felt incredibly betrayed by that. And at, if, if, again, if that had been tied to, to love, that would have been it for me. But I had, you know, Again, set up that boundary between I. I will always love my mom. I will always love my dad. I mean, and there have been periods of time when I have not liked them, <laughs> and but I'm able to know that I'm always going to love them, right? So there's always that connection. Um, 
it may not, I may not want to be around them. I may not yeah. want to be right, but they're always, if they, if my mom was to call up today and say, I need something, she's got it. Right. I mean, that's, that's love. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I guess the point I was trying to make there, <laughs> long, long-winded point, but uh, the point okay. I was trying to we make already, there. We already expect that from you. Thanks. Is um, that I wanted to create a safe place for people to come and, you know, just be and be loved for who they are. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to know that that is indeed the reality. Um because I know, I know there's been a lot of people that have come through our front door and there everybody, that, been. Oh, everybody yeah. that, you know, that you and your sister have brought home, um, they're, you know, always welcome in our home. Um, and, you know, I think for some of them, it was, it was so weird. They're kind of like, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just not going <laughs> to, you know, I'm, I'm used to be judged or I'm used to, you know, not. This not, is not the family dynamic I'm used to. Exactly. And, and that can be, that can be overwhelming. Uh, even though we're not like overwhelming people, um, that can be, that kind of honesty can be overwhelming for people. Oh yeah, definitely. And I definitely think that we shocked a lot of people with how me and Kylie would respond to you guys. Yeah. Because we are a very sarcastic family. Yep. And we are very jokey, very humor humorful? I don't know. <laughs> you English well. I do. I English real good, do I? Yes, you do. You, you, you did. You did do. I did do? English. Yeah, I don't know. I did. <laughs> anyway, so like you and mom, like I could like, of course there were definitely times where I'm like, okay, like I need to be respectful and choose my words. But a lot of the time, like it would just be sarcastic comebacks. It would be like us telling each other to like screw off or like go away. <laughs> like you're annoying me right now. Yep. They would hear me call you guys by your like first names, which is weird. Like, Wait. I, yeah. 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 Like when you did something, I'm like, Wade or when mom did something and like Melissa and there's yes. and people are just like you don't call your parents by the first names what what it's it's like mom or dad I'm like no if they need to be yelled at they get their names they get their proper names yeah and that's another thing that I'm very thankful for is that I think because of that levity that was brought to the house it also became a safe place for me. Right. Because that that period of time um was definitely when I was in the thick of my depression and right. when I was in the thick of my anxiety, so like nowhere felt safe but home felt safe. Right. Well, and wow. that's a I don't know how many people can say that. Yeah. That's and and that's the thing that makes me sad, Meg. Is that Me too. that's home should be safe, right? That, that, I mean, out of all the places in the world, home base should be safe. Yes. Um, 
And and that doesn't necessarily have to be the home that you like no. your family lives in. It's nope. just it's wherever you should, call home, right? Exactly. Wherever you call home, it should be a safe place for you to just to to go and, and shelter from the storm or recharge or just you know be around people who get you and and that you you know that you can vibe and riff with. And then that's you know the 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 reason there has always been humor in our home is. <laughs> The world is a serious place, right? Yeah. You, you step outside your front door and you are now in the world, right? Um, home should be a place of comfort and humor and acceptance um, and love and care uh, and peace. That's... I guess for me, that's the one word that kind of surmises or summarizes all of it. It just should be a peaceful place. And, you know, it's not to say it can't be loud. That's not to say it can't be raucous or whatever, but it should be, should give your soul peace. Yeah. And it definitely gave me peace. It still gives me peace. Like I get disconcerted when like families don't joke around with each other or aren't almost constantly laughing because that's the family I grew up in. And so like, I just, I'm not really used to families that aren't like that. Right. So, and like I say, mileage may vary and, and whatever works for you works for you. I'm just, like I said, I, I don't think that our family is, unique or or extraordinary in any way shape or form it we we do what works for us and turns out that it works for you know other people as well and that's awesome um so i don't want you know any anybody listening to this think oh well we're doing it wrong no you're not you're not doing it wrong right you're only doing it wrong if it's a you know uh if it's a place you want to run away from that's I think it's a pretty good indicator that something's not right. I would say so. Yeah. So I think we've, we've come to the end of our discussion about bonds and I think we tipped into family dynamics and, and all that stuff as when well. Can we ever stick to just one topic? <laughs> it's, 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 there it, are I, so many pathways that one sentence can lead to. You might be talking about something and then, Oh, Hey, look, there's a shiny new topic. Shiny squirrel. Shiny, shiny squirrel. squirrel. Shiny. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. That's going to be part of our, like one of our first t-shirts in our merch store. Shiny squirrel. Exactly. Because sometimes you just can't ignore them. No, you can't. No. So before we uh, wrap this up, I just also want to um, remind our audience that in upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about some, some topics that might be triggering and or um, you know, sensitive for some of our listening audience. They will include topics such as suicide, uh, depression, uh, mental illness, self-harm, um, self-harm uh, race and racial identity, um, violence, um, you know, domestic violence. So I just want to forewarn you, and I, I'm going to put this disclaimer at the end of, you know, the uh, preceding episodes because I don't want anybody to be you know, uh, the, the, the intent here is to talk about these, these topics because they're something that's been happening in, in our, in our lives. 
and uh, we have a you know a front row seat to some of them, and so it's yeah. it's it's therapy, uh, but it's also in the hopes that it helps, right? You it it hopes that uh, talking about it will help. And so I just want to put that out there. So Megan, where can our wonderful listening audience, uh, how can they talk with us? There's a number of ways. There's first our Facebook group, which you can find on Facebook. It's Gen Gap Cast. Yep. Give us a follow. Talk to us. If you have feedback, awesome. If you want to yell at me because you could hear my cat in today's episode, go for it. <laughs> um, if you also want to yell at us, there are many places to do it. Such Why do as- they have to yell at us? No yelling. No yelling. No, no. Yelling is... Okay. If you want to have a strongly worded letter or email, passionate discussion, you can also do it at Twitter. Uh, Uh, You can tweet us. You can tweet us. You can add us on the Twitter. That's that's what I meant. And you can also send us an email. It's info at gengabcast.com. Please send us maybe you have a cat that's loud and you want to be like, you're not alone. Here's a video of my cat being loud. Or if you're like, I think D and D sucks. You're oh, wrong, but that's you can blasphemy. Send, you can send us reasons why you think it's a stupid idea for like a daughter and her father to bond over, you know, half orc wizards that die <laughs> whenever they trip and cast fireball randomly. For those of you that don't know, any of those, I, I'm I'm sorry that your life is sad. But if you have a sad life, you can also that's another reason to email us and we can bring some joy into your life by you know D D. Right. D&D. Yeah. That's what D&D. this this is now what this podcast is. We it's are about surely now a Dungeons D&D and podcast. Sure, why not? Let's let's pivot pivot to completely new format. Yes. Right? After and- we just figured out what our new format is, <laughs> let's do a like 180. Is that even Wait. a one? I don't even know what degree turn that is. That's that's it's like a, a nine because that's going opposite oh okay okay got it so if you are a fan of of our little uh b-grade uh podcast here we ask a couple things from you if you would one we would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast whether it be apple or google or spotify or stitcher uh hit that subscribe button and uh that way you get new episodes like this one automatically pushed to your podcast device we'd also ask that you share this podcast with with friends family total strangers co-workers your cats your cats named kevin uh because we'd love to get you know in the ear holes of other people uh, of, of of a larger audience um, surely there's a better way to state that ear holes they can ear guzzle us None of that's no. working. No. Okay. So we would love for new listeners to find us, right? And uh, you know, we're we're trying to get our our social media presence a little bit more out there. But you know, word of mouth advertising is tried and true um, and works. So we'd love it if you'd share us. So, uh, given all that, 
I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. Stay safe, stay healthy, and remember that you're loved. Oh, my God.